0: Hello, my guys. How are you doing? A very good morning to you all. It's a very chilly morning. It's a very chilly morning. Again, we're celebrating 59 years of fifty-nine years of independence. And today, I'm chilling with brilliant minds. Usually, that's what I always do. I think this is something I was specialized in doing. I'll be chilling with brilliant people. I'll be chilling with people that always have content to share with you. So today, as you've read from the posters, we're having a very, very, very heated talk a very heated conversation about independence but before we go into the hot, the hot matter before we go into the subject or the reason for our sitting here ladies and gentlemen allow me to take this microphone around to let my people introduce themselves to you let them tell you their names what they do and briefly what they're passionate about yeah and maybe in addition to that i want them to tell you what they're passionate about being ugandan because it's a, it's a special day it's independence Yo. So they're going to tell us their names, what they do, and what they are passionate about. Not anything, but what they're passionate about being Ugandan. So I think we shall begin with Marvin. Yo, Marvin. Yo, I man. want the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um, good
1: morning, everyone. Um, my name is Marvin Senyonga, And I'm a third year student at Makerere School of Law. Um, first of all, happy independence weekend to all of you out there um well what uh my aspirations as a ugandan first of all i'm happy mm. i do not disregard the importance of independence day mm. uh with all the difficulties and the shortcomings it's still independence day so i'm really happy about it although it is time to reflect on a lot of things i have aspirations mm. for my country I'll, there are things i would love to do for my country mm. uh, so really this 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 session maybe will help me share hmm. and learn a lot more from the others and send, an, send a message to everyone out there about yeah. my love for Uganda and my aspirations. Yes. So I hope we have a really fruitful session.
0: Well, what are you passionate about Uganda? My, is it the climate? Is it the food? Uh, Uganda. Yeah. Uh, is it the women? Diversity. 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 Uganda yeah, is diversity.
1: Diversity. Yeah. Like You have a lot of you know, native tribes, yeah, yeah. Uh, culture, mm. Uganda has a very rich culture. Mm. Uganda is so welcoming. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really passionate mostly about the people, because the country is mostly about the people. Yeah, not about the, the people. building, not the work. It's mostly about the people. So, True. I really love Ugandan people. Ugandan people are very good people. But uh, I really want to see them in a certain place,
0: mm. and I hope I can use my education and my knowledge to achieve that one day. Okay. yeah. Okay, I think we can hear from I, we can hear We can hear from Anthony. Yes, Anthony.
2: Okay, yes, thank you very much. First of all, I need to thank you, Brother Ronald, yes. for the invitation. And, um, yes, I'm in Anthony, a fourth-year student of electrical engineering at Makere University. And I am the representative in the Guild Representative Council of uh, Livingstone Hall, still in Makere University. What I'm passionate about Uganda is uh, one, Diversity, like you said, we have yeah. several tribes, we have several languages, yeah. and two, the welcoming culture of the Ugandans. Because realize, I think worldwide we must be the, I think the country with the second highest population of refugees. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's really phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that about Ugandans and. Uh, Definitely the food, surely. Yeah, the food. The, the food is really amazing in Uganda. Yeah, I true. surely yeah. like that. <laughs> thank <Yeah>.
0: you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, Noella.
3: Um, hello everyone. Thank you so much, uh, Ronald, for having me here. Um, Awal Noella. Um, a third-year student of community psychology. Um, the representative counselor, School of Psychology, and the 86th vice guild president, Makerere University. Um, disclaimer, I'm not a Ugandan. Yeah. yeah, but then I love Uganda. It's my second home. I was born and raised in Uganda. And, yeah, as a refugee child, um, I, I, love, I love the hospitable nature of Ugandans. And the fact that they're welcoming. There are countries where if you're a refugee, you must be in a camp. But in Uganda, you can be an urban refugee you could be a refugee even from the camp but you stay, and no one is going to stress you they're going to treat you like you're one of them so um aspect number one is the hospitable nature of ugandans that look at me i'm a foreign student but i'm the vice guild president of the alma mater so basically that is it and i believe one day one time i will um, contribute something remarkable to the people of Uganda, because it's more home than my own home. The fact that my home is my home (laughs) stays, but the fact that I've been born and raised in Uganda, like, the first time I've gone to my home was 2016, when I'm already grown, that was like in my senior four. So, yeah, I love Uganda. And, yes, the independence is there, we can't rule it out. That, as black people, we love the fact that we are able to attain our independence from the other people, but still, we are not fully independent. That will come in later.
0: Yes, Martha.
4: Okay, so hi, everyone. Hello. I'm very excited to actually be part of this podcast today. My name is Martha Nachito Sechito, and I am a second year medical student. And I'm very, very passionate about Uganda. I love Uganda. And yes, I'm Ugandan, 100%, born and raised here. However, I'm not exactly proud of what I see in our country today. And that's very disturbing. And that forms the basis of of me wanting to change, to create a change in this country. It may not be, it might start from national level, but in the small ways, I can start in the small ways to create a change in Uganda. What do I like about our country? The food, definitely. Yeah. For someone who has travelled, you know that when you come back to this country, you want to eat the food because the food out there isn't as great. This is natural and everything else, the serenity in this country. And of course, Ugandans are very hospitable. I've been to at least almost every part of this country and I can tell you that I have never felt out of place despite um, a language barrier in some areas you still you are still welcome in those very various ways so I'm excited to be here to actually came with a very open mind to listen to all of us and what we have to share today so I hope you enjoy that podcast.
0: Great, 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 great. I think this, this does... Uh ascertain my promise to you, my great audience. When I go to fish out for people that share content, I don't just go fishing for. I bring the cream de la cream. So, uh, of all people out there that uh, define themselves as foodies, <laughs> I think the entire aspect of Uganda has good food. Can Uganda is the best place to be. yeah, Uganda, Uganda, is a good place for you people, the foodies. Yeah. So, uh, my people, let's kick into the heated talk right now celebration of independence uh, seeing jets fly in the sky and seeing all these people donned in, in suits and uh, wearing, wearing very nice colons and driving posh cars and you know uh, i want i want i want you guys to give me a picture of what 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 does independence mean to you people to a person in the cabinet to a person in, in the parliament it means something different yo know? it means a day where he's going to turn up hard at Kololo, okay for a, person, for a person that has interest in the regime, it may be a day where he may give some little bit of accountability, even though we cannot ascertain the level of, of, uh, of uh, precision the accountability could be at. That is for a person in the regime that has interest in the regime, okay? But for, for a person like me, a student, or you, or any person out there listening, a layman that wakes up every morning to go and hustle and get a coin in their pocket, What's the relevance of independence? Why do we even have to waste time setting a day off? Okay, besides those people that maybe have bosses, you could have a day off for independence. Yo, you want not go to work. I think, to me, personally, I think that's where I would benefit most. I won't have classes. I won't be going to work. But, so, my guys, I want you to give me your opinions. What is independence to you? When I say, happy Independence Day, is it sarcastic or it really does make sense? Like, happy Independence Day to what? Marvin? Well, um... Thank you Ron. Um, to begin with,
1: um, first of all, what is independence? Mm. What is independence? Let us begin with the word independence. Mm. Independence is something like dependence, the sound of dependence. So, to be independent it means you're losing your dependence from something. You've been dependent on someone and now you're becoming independent. Mm. Um, Uganda became a British a British protectorate in eighteen ninety four mm. um, uh, The British were reluctant to make Uganda a settler colony mm. like uh, Kenya, Zimbabwe, South Africa, where they actually went and settled. Mm. Uganda was to be a protectorate. It was more of a business. Just come here, do business, take away what is there. Take it back home to Europe. Uh, so they didn't really intend to stay here. So, what they wanted to do with us was different from what they wanted to do with other people. Mm. We were more of commodities, items in the market. Mm. Ugandans, the people, the nature, everything was more of a commodity. Uganda was business. Now, after over 58 55 years, in 1962, mm. they leave, they bundle up and leave. Mm. So we were depending on them, in the sense that they had modeled us into into a market, right? And our civilization was a market of a civilization. Our organization was for a market, right? So now they are leaving. We are losing touch with them, right? But um, as 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 they leave, there are a lot of things they have not accomplished, all right? We are not in the best place to be, so we have to move on as ourselves. Now we are losing. The touch we are losing, the help, right? Although the guide, the,
0: guiding, the hand, guiding hand. The guiding hand we are losing. Hand, yeah.
1: We are losing it all. Mm. Plus a lot of other things. So not only the good things, there were a lot of bad and good things that mm. came with the, you know, the British rule. So they are leaving and they are leaving us, right? Mm. So, now when they are giving us our independence, I'm sure there is a vision that our forefathers had, right? Continue when, when, when you
0: talk of our fathers, you talk of men like uh, Milton Obote.
1: The Milton, yeah, I'll talk of Milton Obote, mm. I'll talk of the likes of Ike Musazi, all, Musazi. The, all the great politicians, right? There's a vision they have for Uganda to continue keep to keep this stone rolling, yeah. All right, there's somewhere they want to see us, all mm. right. Yeah, so the question is right now, today, if they came back right now, if one of the first great politicians. Let me say, Ike Mosazi, came back today.
0: I think Obot, uh, Mr. Doctor, uh, Doctor you know, It sounds too recent. Let's talk of Ike Yeah, they, they, let me
1: talk. You know, when they come back today, right now, mm. would they be happy as we conduct our independence celebrations? Would they be happy with where Uganda is right now? Do we, do we correlate with the vision they had, they had mm. right? You know, right back then, right? what has changed so much about uganda mm. when we lost the dependence when we lost our touch with, with our masters with mm. our masters and yeah. their hand how far have we gone mm. is there anything different or are we stuck in the same place mm. i will not disregard the importance of independence celebrations but let us use that time to reflect mm. you know how far have we gone have we really achieved or are we still going back That is politically, economically, socially. The problems of 1962, the constitutional problems of 1962, Mm. when they gave us a whole constitution that was full of just literally problems I cannot discuss right now. Mm. The Buganda question, the Lost Counties question, foreigners questions. Right now, are those questions solved right now? Is Uganda still a threat to the rest of Uganda? Are Are the political, constitutional, political questions, are they answered today? when we have one party wanting to dominate over the other parties, to make this a one-party state, right? are the questions solved right now? Economically, have the, are the people taking control of the economy, the Ugandans, does it or does it still belong to the foreigners? Because before 1962 it belonged to the foreigners. Is Definitely. it Does it belong to the Ugandans right now? Those are questions for us to answer. So there's a lot of questions that we need to answer to actually appreciate the word independence and really
0: I um, appreciate the relevance of Independence Day celebrations. I'll leave that as of now, to leave okay. my other speaker uh, be, 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 Before I leave it at that, mm. I, I, I don't want you to commit yourself to a yes or no. I don't mm. want to squeeze you in the corner. Mm. But I, I, I would want you to, to shed for us a very precise mm. a picture of what independence does really mean to Senyonga Mavi. Even even after giving us that kind of painting, I, I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Mm. What does independence mean to you after all that analogy you've given? What, what what's independence to you precisely is it relevant would would you take one let I'll me ask out. you something Ron. Yeah. would you ask a south african whether independence days is is relevant yeah, that would be general because no would you ask a man from <laughs> south africa right <laughs> after hearing of that would z- you ask xenophobia and all those and things. All, and all
1: they went through mm. would you ask them and have and, and, and you seen the milestone they've covered right how much they've come, right? Politically, constitutionally, because me, I mostly refer to the constitution, because the constitution Mm. is the picture of what the people want to be. We come up, let me say five of us, let me say we are a country, we make a law, we make laws, a set of laws, and we say this is what we want to be. This is how we shall move. That is the constitution, it's just a picture of the country. However, that does not directly translate into the reality. And that is upon the people. Right? Are we committed to achieving the constitutional aspirations and dreams? I, I, I worry. So, uh, mm. me, I was, the reason why I asked why I would ask a South African whether independence is, because their struggle was different from our struggle. They really had a real struggle of independence, mm. right? The likes of Mandela, Oliver Tembo, mm. and, and, and the others, Jacob Zuman, they really had a real test of the white man. And what the white man is capable of, in case you want his power. So, okay. um, when it comes to, I, I think we as Ugandans, there's something we are still missing. We haven't really understood what it really means to be independent, to govern ourselves. We are still joking around about these things. You mm. get. So, I think we are missing something.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, I keep telling people uh, that opinion, opinions are like a pair of birds. Mm. Everyone is entitled to one. You get so whatever thing you hear on this podcast, those are our opinions and most of these opinions are, are founded from a basis of reading and research. Some, some of these people do actually their research and they read. So if, if, if you don't concur with any, any of these things we say here, you can have your opinions. You, we will bring them on board, we shall discuss them. I think we can have uh, Mr. Anthony. Yes, uh, the same question I directed to, to Senyonga. What what is independence to you precisely? First paint paint for us a picture of what independence does really mean to you. Yes. Okay, thank you very much Bonnie Ronald. Mm. Once again I would like to thank my fellow
2: you know panelists. We are here and we are discussing for the young people to listen yeah. and pick a thing or two. Uh, but personally I would look at Independence Day celebrations as a day of uh, as a day of reflection. Mm. You know? The moment now we say that we are making 59 years Mm. as Uganda. We need to see ourselves from day one, 9th October 1962. What have we gone through? Are we moving forward or backwards?
0: Or we are stagnated. Or we are stagnated
2: in one position. Mm. And um, in my own opinion, well, there might be things that have not been done right.
0: Yes. Someone
2: might say, probably... We had the attack Buganda kingdom, and then we've had this regime attack uh, the Rwenzururu kingdom. But mm. Mm. but look at the economy. What was our you know budget then? Mm. What is our budget now? I'm talking about the national cake. Yes. You need to look at the security. Mm. Those days we used to have Ugandans fleeing as mm. refugees into other countries. Mm. Right now we're hosting them. We are hosting them, and mm. we are we, we have one of the largest uh, you know refugee communities mm. as 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 a nation. Uh, but then still there are shortcomings, you see, as any person that is growing, you know we always have shortcomings, even when you're a human being, you're growing, mm. you will have a cough, you will have a fever, mm. but how you get back on your feet is the question. One thing I need to look at, you know, I always want us to to, to, to reflect on Africa as a continent, mm. because as we are moving forward, trust me as a nation, we have no way forward if we don't integrate with other, na- with other nations, mm. but... Even when the white man said I left, they actually did not want to leave. Mm. You look at how they will you will hear how these you know those conspiracy theorists saying that the CIA Mm. is still taking part in in overthrowing regimes. Mm, So the white man actually left but they did not leave. Mm. So when we talk about independence, there is that ceremonial bit that the Union Jack was lowered and the Ugandan flag was put high. Mm. But I think as a nation, we need to focus on how to you know, shake off the white man's influence mm. as a nation. Because when you look at, at Uganda, where we are now, yeah. right now, the, the, the white man has been influencing our politics here and there. Is yeah. always that white man saying, we always have our political refugees running to those nations. Yeah. So what they discuss there, you never know, of course they have influence, this side. Yeah. But the more we look at Ugandan solutions for Ugandan problems, yeah. I think we shall move forward as a nation that way. But I personally think independence celebrations are relevant. Why? Purposes purposes of reflection. Yeah. How far have we come? How far are we going? What haven't we done right? But for now, even when the progress you might say is small, mm. but there is progress, clear okay. progress.
0: No, Mr. Anthony, you just gave, you just gave, uh, you just said something to do with uh, how Uganda is progressing and how Uganda is moving. You know, it's like growth, mm. a person grows. Mm. I, I, you kept saying that, and I had a very funny illustration in my mind. You know, sometimes we, we ask people about their age, thrice. You mm. pose a question of how old are you thrice, even mm. after they've given you a response, mm. not because you can't hear what they're telling you, mm. but sometimes the, the appearance may not be telling with the, the age they're telling you. Mm. you know? mm. uh, he's telling you he's 35, but he looks like a five-year-old. Mm. Mm. I don't know mm. if that makes any sense in the context of our discussion. Mm. So don't you think there are, really, there are things that Ugandans are, are very, very correct to be furious about regarding our growth as a nation? after independence, independence, Mm. post-independence, issues to do with... Because, personally, when you talk about economic growth, Mm. uh, you wouldn't credit me for having a beard at 35, what, Mm. at 25? Mm. As in, I'm 25, Mm. literally, I'm a guy, I'm supposed to have a beard. It literally comes. Mm. So, what more would we ask of a nation that has got 59 years of age Mm. besides a a, a slight improvement in the economy Mm. and a slight improvement in security? Mm. Okay, thank you for that.
2: Now you see, the moment you give an independence, mm. now there is another kind of group that comes into the picture. Mm. And those are the leaders that take over. Mm. Mm. You see, your independence will not matter until you have leaders that matter. Mm. Let us look at Uganda, how we started. We started with Obota as the first prime minister, and he you know, was that executive prime minister that mm. was heading the executive arm of government with the ceremonial mm. president, president. How did those things shape out? You know, Uganda has been a country that has been taken over by leaders mm. that one are really self-centered. They are looking at themselves. Mm. We saw Obote saying that a good Muganda is a dead one. If you're in a nation where the highest population are Baganda, and you are against Buganda as a kingdom, then there is a problem. So my question there is, Yes. Mm-hmm. My question there is mm. if
1: Obote said. Mm. As you said, a good Muganda is a dead one. Mm. Is the situation right now mm. any different from what it was in, in 1966 when Obote was making those statements? Yeah, I
2: think. I think the situation is different. I honestly think the, the situation road is between different. The president. Yes, the row between the president mm. and the the kingdom, like and you're saying, kingdom. and the kingdom, like you're saying. But what has happened right now? You see, th- what role is he talking about? We are talking about simple media exchanges. Mm. This one saying, I don't want Milo. This one is like, don't touch Milo. But land. was that exchange yes. But was that exchange if it was Obote? Take an example that we had Obote as the president right now mm-hmm. and we have the issue of land in two contexts. What would happen? Right We've not seen guns come out bre- Kabaka. My brother, I think you are mistaken. You are no. mistaken about <laughs> no. no, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to make the situation in land. Like let's
1: hmm. take you know me, I like to discuss the people. Mm-hmm. The people, the people. Mm-hmm. Just take independence back to. First of all, you mm. cannot say an exchange about land is a small exchange, mm. because land is life, mm. Mm. without land there is no life, everything we do is all about land. Mm. Well, You've you say if
3: you have no land. Mm. Have no land. Mm.
1: When there is a row, and actually, you know, Buganda, the Kabaka still exists because he has land. Mm. It's not like Aga Khan, you know, those the ceremonial kings who have no nothing, they have no properties, they have no land. When the president threatens, to Do away with the Milo land system, which mm. has existed for since 1901. I mean, since mm. 1900, mm. and you call that a small exchange. You're saying there have been no guns, mm. you did not see the guns during the elections. Mm.
3: 2009, no. didn't you see the si. guns
1: after the elections? See, si. you are not seeing the guns this right the now. No, right
2: the 2009 this is the Uganda. picture I'm going to paint. You know, as a nation, you will never have the same mind, mm. okay. And you know what, what makes us grow as a nation if, if we have, you know, spirit for debate. Mm. Because, well, you might say that mm. that Milo is whatever you say, maybe it's existence and uh, you know, being in the hands of the Kabaka, that's what matters. Mm. And then, for example, the president has another opinion. It's not a matter that you must have your opinion. But the moment he's not saying you must do this, mm. but let us discuss and see whether we one can come up with a solution. One last I think special. that's that's a yeah. bit one last question. Mm. Yes, my Given today, if the Kabaka said,
1: mm. if the Kabaka was so angry, mm. and you know we had irrational, uh, sorry, to call them sorry. Let me say, if we had irrational members of the Kabaka's government, mm. if today they said, mm. you know, you've done enough, because. Atrocities are being are being committed here in Buganda. I'm not speaking on behalf of Buganda, I'm not speak, but atrocities are being committed here, right? You know our president with his I'll crush you, I'll crush you, I'll crush you, he crushed the north, he crushed Kashese, he has now come to crush Buganda. Atrocities are being committed. So if the Baganda today said we want Museveni government of our land, the state house, most of these state by the most state houses are on Milo land. Makare University is on Milo land. Almost everything that belongs to the central central government. Police stations. I think almost everything is on. So what if they say, we want your government
2: down. of our land, wouldn't we have a replica of what happened in 1966? OK. Yes. Uh, maybe maybe to reply that. Yeah, reply you that know, the then... problem is that we're reducing this debate to land. Mm. But I wanted to show that, that right now, we have a platform for debate. Mm. Because if we are to talk about land, we can also come here and I give you my opinion about it. Okay, let,
0: let, 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 let us... Uh, I, I, want to, I want to be an inclusive thing yeah, yeah. with the ladies. Yeah. Uh, let, let us let us talk about this thing in this perspective. Let us let squirrel us, uh, this debate yeah, yeah. to... You all talked about the, the diversity in Uganda. Because there is one thing, as we celebrate independence, mm-hmm. we all come to agree and conquer that there are so many people, different ethnicities, different tribes in Uganda, right? And you talked about a replica of what happened in, during Obote's regime. Mm-hmm. The, the same thing is imminent or it can happen anytime. Mm-hmm. If, we do, if we do not learn how to how to, how to merge our differences as different people, different ethnicities. Diversity is a time bomb, by the way. Diversity is a time bomb. Mm-hmm. I, I was one time having a, a very sensitive discussion with someone. You as educated people, you as minds, brilliant minds of this Alma Mater, what do you think can be the feasible solution of diversity? Because The moment the moment we begin identifying ourselves as Muganda, which is very yeah, hard yeah. to do away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Personal opinion. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If we are going to celebrate 60 years, 60 years of independence, 71 years of independence, mm. with this ideology of identification basing on originality, mm. basing from Western Uganda, Mamuganda, mm. those things, mm. I really think we shall have so many replicas. Something is imminent, it's going to happen, and will be used as a reference in maybe 2045. Mm. So, what, what do you think should be done? What do you think should, should be the cure to, to this cancer of uh, diversity? Yes.
4: Okay, so first of all, I don't think we should look at diversity as a bad thing because, okay, let me talk about in terms of, let's say, tribe, Amamugandha, Tamanizamunyakonazamizamusoga and all that. It's giving us a sense of belonging, yes? yes. It's where we come from. It's, it's like a sense of belonging. So it's a good thing in a way, but then the problem comes in when, when we become fanatics. Yes, fanatics. Exactly. So And we do not want to listen to what another person has to say. The problem with us as people generally and where we come from, we want to believe that once a Muganda says, something it has to go we we don't want to listen to what other people have to say because despite the fact that yes i'm a muganda i will have to listen to what other people have to say because they will they could i could be wrong all i know i could be wrong so i can't say we might have a feasible solution to it but it comes about with having an open mind you know open minds about all these things because yes i like diversity because it's it's a sense of belonging but then we need to have open minds about these things
3: Because if you can't tolerate someone else, Mm. that's where the problem comes Mm. from. Because there are people who are just tribal. Mm. They come with a mindset that is fixed. Mm. Mm. They are stereotyped about a certain group of people and they can't tolerate them. So even just someone mentioning something slight, not even trying to listen, they react Mm. very fast. So open mind, yes, and tolerance. Because Open. there's, there are people who pretend to be open-minded. Mm. Mm. The truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. They pretend, but then they are triggered. Mm. Yes, they yeah, they really. can't tolerate. Then out of nowhere, mm. <laughs> they explode. Mm.
1: You know, Ron, I would like to say something. I think there's a thin line between pride mm. and uh, extremism. extremism. That dangerous yeah. kind of extremism. Uh, uh, for, we must all be proud. Your Uganda, your let me say. You know, but uh, in extreme instances, it is going to lead to, to intolerance. So we must be we must be vigilant to avoid what is going to trigger extremism. Um, first of all, this, you know, what mostly causes these elements of extremism is people feeling that they have a collective problem together. Yeah. If the Baganda one day wake up and they say we have a collective problem, that as the Baganda. The Basoga don't have it, the they don't have it, the Acholi from the north, the Langi don't have it, it is all in the Buganda. They are going to have to find a Buganda solution for a Buganda problem. Mm. Now that is where issues of extremism are going to come in. Don't tell us you've had things, Tonacho to Tugamba. Touch mm. people who are saying Tonacho to Tugamba, they feel like they have a problem. Which you cannot relate with. All mm, right? True, true. So you true. cannot tell them how to deal with their own problem. Man, it's like a man telling a woman to, how to deal with periods. Man, mm. what are you saying? What do you know? What, what do you know? About what peace? do you, know? You, you, you get? So it's, it's the same thing. That, those are things that, uh, that, for me personally, I think trigger things like remember the 2009 Kabaka crisis? Mm. When we feel as the Uganda, we have a problem. We are going to try to find a Uganda solution.
0: And no one can literally explain or relate to yeah, what you're You, 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 you going can't through. tell us when yeah. to
1: Gamba, we, we shall beat you. We shall such and things like violence. Mm-hmm. You, you get. Yeah. So I think as it's upon the government because the government holds power in trust for all Ugandans to do things for the benefit of all, mm-hmm. to find solutions, to treat people equally. Deal with people's problems equally, mm. tribes, nations, you, you get, because Uganda is a first nation. There are so many nations in Uganda. Okay? Right. Uganda is a first nation. True. So deal with those problems. Let people not feel left out, because once people feel left out, that they have a problem as an ethnic grouping. We, mm, they going should, to we should, we should, we, should we
0: should have a government that is very inclusive inclusive,
3: inclusive, inclusive because mm. you can't treat everyone equally mm-hmm. you yeah. will uh, still even among your kids you you may try to treat them equally but there is one you will there is one pay that, more yeah. mm. so at least if if there is that aspect of not treating people equally it shouldn't be so visible, so visible. because there's that that is so visible that you're going to look at yeah. Apanbuia yeah. no yeah. and Noanbuia. No, there is totally
0: no. No. Now, I want us to talk about this. Uh, we we decided to talk about. We all agreed that independence is about the people. Even when we come and talk about uh, GDP, GDP, whatever, GDP. all those things are confusing people. A layman will connect to the relevance of independence with their standards of living. Mm-hmm. The country is made by the people. Mm-hmm. People make the country. So talking about independence, I want us to talk about things that are very, are very, are very sensitive. Things like education, things like the economy, mm-hmm. our education system. I was interacting with uh, an education expert some time back, and he was telling me about the kind of physics they teach in schools, modern physics. And he was telling me the modern physics that is currently being taught in schools is physics that makes a cathode ray tube. You know those TVs with, with those big tummies behind. So. What do you what do you think is our progress is like in the sector in sectors of education and the economy generally? Could you have an opinion about that? Yes, Martha.
4: Okay, so first of all, it, um, it was Anthony and and you are talking about independence being a time to reflect. But then the question is, reflect up to when? I think we've reflected enough as a country. It's time that we started. Um, beg your pardon. I think we've done enough reflection for all these years. Now it's time that we put work. We say we say said working upon these things we reflect. No, it's like saying I have gold and I'm going to reflect every single day, but you're not working on them. So it's time to work. Now, um the issues that concern Uganda are so many. I'll start talking about education, for example. Yes, we have a very outdated curriculum and a curriculum that isn't supporting. Should I say the rate at which the country or the rate at which the world is moving? The world is moving at a very fast rate and we are being left behind because the kind of education we are receiving isn't equipping us for the world. at at, at this point in time let's look at what's happening in uganda right now we've had a pandemic going on for about two years now and education has stopped many i can talk about primary schools for example many children haven't been able to go back to school because they're waiting for when will physical school start again because i feel like in two years we should have had um should I say policies or arrangements done to say that education continues even when we are not in school physically education. and all that our education our education ministry you can talk about are radios and TVs in the 21st century in the 21st century how are you going to teach radio physics yeah, on, on, on a radio generally so when you look at some, some of those things it shows that we are still backward not only in the curriculum but even in the modes of teaching like we have been able to see in the past two years and these things are still being shown even though the quality of um, students are going to produce will be are going to be evident there's something that will be lacking and, and of course we're going to correlate the education with the employment sector we are producing graduates who are not Equipped to work in the world as it is today, and of course, course we're going to blame the education system, but there's a lot more that has to be done. Let's 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 first leave the education bit alone. Let's look at security. Mm. So, there is something that Ugandans keep claiming, especially government apologists. I'll call them government apologists, really. Um, you know, Museveni fought and you have security, I can sleep in my house and wake up in the morning, but is that really true? After okay, for example, after a TV. A TV show where I am, I am, I come and I am anti, I'm anti-government. I'm going to Peter by a drone. Is that really the security? That or is that the peace that they fought for? I do not think so. Um. So generally, there's, there's a lot lacking in our security as well. There's a lot lacking there. There's a lot lacking in education system, corruption. My goodness. If I, if I, if, do, you, do, you, do you know what position Uganda is in the, in the most corrupt countries in, in Africa? Some, we rank somewhere yeah, around the first two I guess. Okay, well, the latest report I so. Uganda was it among the first ten, but mm. I still do not believe that was very accurate. But anyway, I cannot I cannot discredit their work. They know better. But we we see that for you to get anything done in this country, you have to buy your way through. Whether it's in school, whether it's in a hospital, whether it's in a public office, you have to buy your way through. Even to get a job, I must I must have to bribe someone or know someone to be able to you know to mm. get to to get that across. Let's look at the economy. So. I think you're thinking about the fact that we've made strides in our economy and how much money we have and all that. But when you look at how Uganda, when you look at the national budget, how much of it is funded by money from Uganda, from Uganda. Mm. that is where the question should be. Let's look at our let's look at our at our debt as, as a country. It it doesn't reflect a country that's actually celebrating 59 years of really independence. It's not something we should be proud of when our external debt is so big that. By the time I'm going to have a child, okay, let's say if I have a child in the next five years, my child will will already have a debt of 1.5 million shillings to pay. Before they have even experienced anything in the country, they already have debt to pay. Minister
1: Finance is asking some some lenders actually forgive us, mm. like, man, we, 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 we can't service that debt, please forgive us, is that an independent country?
4: Exactly, so, at the end of the day, if we cannot even finance half of our own budget, that's not something we should be proud of, there's so much I'm sure Mavi even talk about and other, other panelists will talk about, so, as a, as a person, I do not f- I'm not proud to be celebrating 59 years of independence, because there's nothing to show for it, there's nothing. To show for an independent country yes. fifty nine years later, I am not happy to, to call myself a Ugandan. You're not happy to call yourself a Ugandan no no let's look at what happened at the Dubai export just last week <laughs> are we really proud of what you was really showcased bring it up. Yeah. no no because
1: yeah.
4: I was embarrassed
1: everyone, from, everyone
4: from where was I was I was like is this what we have to show Latte milk cans and of course the the, the those Maasai lessons and all that, I'm like, okay,
0: and then, and then, we, and break. who saw that brick? I saw it, yeah. and I saw it,
4: so, and, and then we look at, at at the whole, like, the whole showcase Uganda put up, and it, it's really embarrassing as a country, so, ah, there's a lot, there's a lot to say about Uganda, but all I can say is, I think it's enough, we've done enough reflection, now we need to put in the work, yeah.
0: Okay, the, I'm going to hear from Noella. Uh, I have particular interest, also, you in Noela, about, uh, how much we've we've heard from Martha? No. Those are her opinions about how much the government has done in the field of education and maybe security. No. So, Noella, uh, how much do you think the government has done? Is is it is it worth a celebration at uh, 25 years of, of of independence? The education system. Uh, you must, you're in the guild, you you you're in the guild council. Yeah. You must have come across debates of uh, of how children in schools should have access to sanitary pads. You yeah. know the government of uganda should be in position to provide a sanitary towel to the to the girls for the for their period but i'm very very sad i was very saddened by the news of uh, the minister of education when she said the entire government of uganda could not afford such a thing yeah. so you as uh, the uh, the old vice president mm. what are your opinions about the entire education system probably and the security yeah um, um the first thing is that
3: the entire sanitary pad issue 2016 the president himself
0: promised he pledged
3: (laughs) he promised to be giving and it's so sad that in this country there are no priorities there are no priorities because if you're prioritizing condoms
0: yeah
3: over sanitary Over sanitary
0: pads One is an option, the other one is not an option. You
3: you, you don't choose to have periods. They are there, they are natural. But you choose when to have sex. I'm not saying condoms shouldn't be given out. Both can be given out. But have priorities on which one is more needed. Because at the end of the day, yes, we all know we we have AIDS around because I'm a psychologist. So I work with these people, I've worked in communities that are having very alarming cases of HIV. But it's H- Someone can control themselves from getting, of uh, because yes, HIV yeah. is not only basically from sex. You get, mm. but for the periods, whether you want it or not. Once you are a grown-up girl, you're going to get you them. You either have
0: them or have them.
3: Yes, you have them or have them. If you don't have them, it's a health hazard. You have to go for a checkup. So if they don't have, they don't prioritize that. So, mm. and then the second thing is that. Yeah, on priorities. Like, if education was really a priority, they wouldn't be giving us a minister of Minister of Education that is not even specialized in that field. For a time I've spent in Uganda, I don't think there's been a better Minister of Education than Namirembe Mwamazire. So just imagine, even Alupo wasn't that good. So for a time I've spent. She's the only Minister of Education I've tried to appreciate, I've actually appreciated. Mm,
0: Yeah, I think she did. She
3: has has tried her best, because back then we didn't have most of the things we have right now. Technology wasn't there, but education at least was accessible. Before I came to Kampala, I was in the camp. By the time I came to Kampala, I knew some English. I was interning in a refugee camp last year, Mm. and kids can't speak English.
0: Can hardly speak
3: English, they, they can't even understand English. Leave speaking, there is where you can listen. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, you can't speak, but you can understand. Yes,
3: they can't understand English. Look at the, the when, when private institutions are complaining, and then the minister of finance comes out to say, Sell your schools, we don't have money for you.
0: I think, I don't know, no,
3: they actually, mm. they, I think they are looking forward to, to, to a generation that is uneducated. I think that is what they are looking for. That's, that, that's their dream. Because if that wasn't their dream, why would you tell... You know, the, 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 the private institutions are even supporting the education sector more than the government institutions. Mm. And you're telling them to be sold out because you can't support them. A sector that has been beaten down by COVID badly has its, its budget cut down by over 44%. This previous budget, so, nani, mm. they cut down the, the education budget. This is, this is a sector that has been down for two years that needs to be revived. At this time, this is when you're supposed to boost it and you choose, cut. you choose to cut it Perfect. of all things. And you think we are not going to believe we are headed to a generation that is not educated?
0: Okay, right there, Noela. Uh, do you think Do you think Uganda, oh, we have an education system, mm. we talk about an education system, mm-hmm. all those, all these, you know, I hate things that sound very abstract, mm. education system, it sounds so philosophical, mm. but do you think our education, you people that have gone through school, yeah. do you think our education system is intentional, in that I'm going through school and maybe the country has channeled our education system mm. to... To tackle a particular kind of problem or to, uh, to find a particular kind of solution, mm. do, do you think there is intention in our education system, or it's just open? No, no, it's it's, it's
3: just a cycle we are supposed to go through as we grow. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, there is nothing we are supposed to benefit from it, mm. because look at universities. We spent, a, we spend. I think this is a time where we are supposed to practice mm. more than we study the theory, yeah. because we have studied so much theory, but we spend, I think, ninety-five percent. Of the time theory. theory, you go for internship for all the oh, three weeks. years of the course. Actually, now with COVID, they are doing online, online. What you just okay. write a project at least before COVID, you have those eight weeks off. Yeah and then what are you going to write after that experience already even even the government itself it's it's institu- because because of course ngos you can't blame them they need mm. to put that experience but even the government after knowing they have crippled it so much they will ask you for five years so of experience they? They when did we get the experience they don't
1: trust their very
3: own. yes <laughs> because if the government itself because it knows very well it's not providing enough mm. it should be the one having the spaces they're asking you for five years experience you've done the course for five years you've been turned only for two months B- back then you've been turned for two months now these ones have been turned for four weeks online so it, there, there is no there is nothing there, there's nothing they look forward to like maybe when you leave school you should have gained this or that no it's just it's just to keep us in school to give us a, a certain cycle that mm. they believe human beings have to go through, go through an
0: education.
3: yes an education to teach us foreign languages because even they don't prioritize their own languages in schools <laughs> so i think kids are me kids i speaking
0: vernacular yes
3: i think that me have reached that point where i believe that is what education is for yeah. that if you don't have side knowledge if you if you don't have that street smartness you're not going to survive in this country if you're just having book knowledge, you have to have connections. If you don't, you're dead.
0: I think Marvin, Marvin has something for you. Yes, Marvin. You when know, you're talking about education, I remember the song...
1: Uh, uh, what is that song called? Kamiya's song. <laughs> <laughs> Mbera, Kamiya. You know, there's something people always talk about that... Uh, you know, there's something people are proud of. That if you're educated, but you can still do a side hustle, <laughs> like... You can clean a toilet, you mm. can clean... Where did you go to school? Why am, why, am I in, why am I in school? Why are you in school, man? Ron, for, let me say you spent four years at campus. You're spending mm. close to 20 million. Spending a lot of money. Spending. A yes. lot, why are people throwing such so much resource in an endless pit? What is the goal? For, to, to make us resistant enough and, you know, enthusiastic enough to go and clean toilets. That is not the goal. Definitely, that's not the goal. You know, sometime back I was working with a friend. What is the Ugandan dream? What is the, the dream of a Ugandan today? Is the dream of a Ugandan today different from the dream of a Ugandan in 1962? Right now, the Ugandan dream, study, live, be unemployed for about a year, two or five or more, buy a car, get a hustle, buy a car, get a job, get a home and die. What is the purpose of our education system? What is the end goal of our education system? You know, I was watching Dr. WSJ on TV and he said something like, an education is supposed to create solutions. The education system creates workers, yes, people who can work, you can work be unemployed, but work where? An education is supposed to provide a particular solution. solution. It must Your be problem. channeled to, to provide solutions You something. know, you know you know you can trade with people because you can solve their their solutions we, we trade in services because you have you a taxi i don't have it i don't have how to move right so you give me a service you, i give you money you are solving my problem right so education system is supposed to solve is supposed to produce people not workers but people who can solve problems but the the, the absurd the absurd you know predicament is that as it is today is how it was in 1962 Right? It's not something to be proud of, by the way. Actually, in the it was better. The education system was better, because it was more balanced. The school, the, 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 there were good schools in the central, there were good schools in the north, there were good schools in the east, mm. right? The, you, you, you hear of Ping Pong, Laibi like, in the north, uh, the likes of Namiliango, yeah. St. Henry's yeah. you know, there is yeah. get. The education system was so balanced, but right now, even those that used to be great done. They are off the map right now. Most schools are centered, the best schools, if you want a good education, you're going to move to the central mm. or close to, you know, to western Buganda. So our education system is as it was, still about the traditional courses, you know, the big, you know, medicine, no, engineering. What and, are, and, and all these fields are
0: flooding. What are people so in ICT
1: doing? What are people in ICT studying, by the way? What, what ICT problems are they solving for the country or are they waiting to be employed? you know by companies as ICT you know experts so really and back to the topic of, you know independence is, is it really relevant but is there anything to be proud of in the independence celebration right now for example if you compare education system is it any better than it was in 1962 mm. is the economy does the economy belong to the people of Uganda because when i talk about numbers GDP GDP grows every day yes but whose is it
0: yeah
1: whose is it people are talking about you know people you know someone was trying to say went to Dubai we signed investment deals it is Arabs coming here to own this country they're not any different from what from what it was with the colonialists having employing our people here for free mm. and repatriating all the profits and all the products back to the people coffee is grown in Uganda that but it's then grown, yeah we buy things like I mean produced coffee processed coffee they bring it back we grow coffee they take it they bring it back does the yeah. economy really belong to the
0: Ugandans yes uh Mr. Anthony, mm. we, we, we've been in here for some heated thing to do with the education system. Mm. Because I notice independence, when you talk about independence, you cannot negate the aspect of people mm. in the entire analogy of independence. Mm. People make up a country, and if there are any celebrations about independence of a nation, the, 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 the joy of the celebrations should be reflected in the people.
1: In fact, it just interdicts mm. the, the best test for this is to go on the streets
0: to go on the streets.
1: You ask if you found a reason, a border border man, a taxi driver, a market vendor. We
0: independence. Mean, what does it mean to you? Mm. Are you proud?
1: Mm. Okay.
0: After you let uh, Anthony tell us, then we wind this out. Okay. So. Um,
4: just like Marvin had said, I just watched a video clip today morning of a partic- of um, somebody who went to the streets to ask people if they are happy to be celebrating fifty nine years of independence and this particular clip was about a border cyclist. so they asked him i'm going to I'm going to use Luganda because I'm trying to bring out exactly what he said so they asked him um well, what does independence mean to you? Are you happy to be celebrating 59 years of independence? Mm-hmm. And he actually said the city, in the city, in city, in the the Then they asked him mm-hmm. why. Okay. So you can see it. So you can see So you can see that's Already something that that was one person's mm. opinion, but what about there's so many others? I'm sure they will also talk about something related to that. So, we're not really happy to be celebrating 59 years.
0: Okay, Anthony, you, you're going to give us your opinion in less than five minutes, then we okay. can look forward to one
2: Okay, sure, sure. Thank you very much. I got a little disturbance, but I'm back. One about the education, uh, I think the brother is, uh, is so. You know, I don't know how you can compare the education now and in 1962. One, where were the literacy levels then? Right now we can able say that over 14 million Ugandans are literate and they can speak and communicate officially. They can hold the gadget and use it because it is, you know, it is being operated in English. Though right now they are changing them to Luganda and whatever. So, so I think the education, the education has gone somewhere. It has taken a certain step because, for example, I belong to College of Engineering, Design, Art, and Technology. Whenever a certain degree is being passed there, there are always final year projects. These are engineering students, these are surveying students, but before you get that degree, you must present a research paper or a project that you've generated from the engineering you've developed. So that means the fact that our doctors here can sit and say yes, you qualify to get a degree. That means you've gotten the, 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 the knowledge for you to be an engineer. And engineering is all about problem solving. I'm sorry to use engineering because it is the field in which I'm studying, so I want to use it as a sample space when we're talking about the education sector. But I think where our problem is, is how is society ready to absorb these people? And absorption is not all about society, it is actually by government. We are having these engineers being passed, but where are we taking them? Which problems are they going to solve? So, the education sector is producing products, every now and then graduates are falling into the market, they are unemployed people. So, we are having the brains out there, but we don't have a market to absorb them. But then when you look at Uganda, that's when you see the the NRM government trying to come up with projects like a because they have failed to to look at the formal sector, how it is going to absorb these professional people, and then they are focusing
0: more on skill-based. You know, yeah, yeah. welding and welding. Let, let me just interject a little. Mm. Uh, when you talk about uh, the capacity of the society to absorb the people that uh, the government, uh, the institutions are producing, I completely would concur with you. But uh, I want to ask you one question because I, I wouldn't want to leave this entire independence debate and uh, uh, I wouldn't want to reference it was the government because we, the people, mm. are the government as it's usually said. So I don't want to look at NRM mm. per se. Allow me to make reference to the government. How receptive or what has been the government's position in empowering society to receive people that these institutions are sending out? A case in question you've seen people come up with initiatives you've seen uganda was ranked as one of the most entrepreneurial nations in the world mm-hmm. right it's in, only in uganda where you will find an iphone vendor iphone 13 on the street mm-hmm. on the same street you will find a rolex on the same street you will find a mandazi on the same street you will buy a car mm-hmm. you get? so this really shows you that society is made up of people that are very very idea oriented and that are very willing to work hard mm-hmm. but if you if you listen to people from uh, from kasita if you listen to people from uh, from uh, people, that have, people that invest money, people that invest in Uganda. Mm. I wouldn't want to commit myself to say that the government has not been so much in position to empower people mm. to receive people that are going through schools. Mm. What would you be your opinion on that? I
2: will. Well, whereas you say Uganda is the most entrepreneurial, mm. Another statement was added, but these businesses do not go beyond a year.
0: Yes. yes they yes, always yes.
2: die because yes. of a year. And that's where because, yes. you know the moment we say that we should not include government in, as far as looking at independence is concerned, yes. I think you're being unfair to us. Yes. Because the fact that we organize and say that we need to have a body that will govern us, that will bear our vision where we are going yes. right now. Because right now, even if we say whatever we are saying right now, If the officials don't take interest, then we shall stop at the podcast. The young people will listen. They know, yes, this and this, and nothing will be done. Mm. So I think we always need to bring the government into picture Mm. to account for whatever we say. Why are businesses failing thingy after a year? Mm. Mm. People complain about taxation. Mm. Why are you overtaxing these people? Mm. You cannot get a certain lady selling mangoes there. And you're chasing them off the street and then you bring an italian giving them hospital in lovoa to build you know you're calling them an investor but you're giving them money Mm -hmm. now whatever they're investing i don't understand so you know in the end it is how we are tuning government policies it always the back ends with our leaders the moment we have a leadership that looks at how they themselves are the person and their families are going to benefit Mm -hmm. rather than the society those are the problems we come through because we need to all of us here must agree that on paper, the NRM government is wow. Look at the 10-point program. Look at uh, this social-economic transformation, these four points that they carried during this campaign. They're excellent. If they got a very good uh, implementer, trust me, the nation would move to the middle-income economy within just one term.
0: I would scale them to four on, at, at their level of implementation.
2: Aha, exactly. So now you're taking them to four. Mm-hmm. But what is failing them in the end? It is these people that are supposed to implement these policies. Because we have the NDP, I think we are now on NDP3, the National Development Programme. Yeah. Excellent ideas. But in the end, nothing is done. You see an engineer say you know, you are supposed to construct a road, he takes you to the wilderness, you've and seen, there is no road. Buildings
0: collapse. We've
2: seen buildings collapse. Yes, so all those things take us back. Now you see, how I want us to end this discussion, I want us to, you know, take it as a personal initiative, to know that this country is ours. Even when you're a minister, even when you're a president, know that this country is yours at heart. The moment you think that whatever you're doing now, maybe is good for you and not caring about the rest, time will come you will join the rest, or your children will. And they will face the same atrocities, that you subjected these other people to so it is about self-love and self-love begins with the simple simple things you're driving on the road and someone has taken whatever they've taken they are throwing something outside they don't know that that thing is taking over a thousand years to decompose and it's having a toll on the environment so the moment we have that individual responsibility of the nation knowing that when you're given a position of service this is an opportunity for you to serve not an opportunity for you to gather whatever resources and uh, honestly i think with that then we shall have a better 60th Independence
0: Celebration. Thank you. Perfect. I think that uh, you, you've, co- you've concluded your segment very well. Because uh, my next uh, uh, question would be, each one of us here is going to give a very special message of independence to the people listening to this podcast out there? We just gave a very inspirational one. So I think I'll have Marvin uh, in just two minutes. I'll send your message, your independence message to the people listening into this podcast. In just two minutes. Right. What's your message to them? Um, uh, in the first place, I would like to
1: remind everyone that we are old Ugandans, no matter what happens. I wouldn't say Uganda is all bad. Mm. Uganda has a lot of good things, man. Um, but the problem is when the bad things are so painful that they make you forget the good things. Mm. Right? So, we, we must be reminded that we are old Ugandans. This is our home. There is no place better than this. Right? There is no way we can go on us better than this, than this Uganda. So, it is our responsibility. make sure that this Uganda grows to be the best place it can be let us all give our all our energy our full capacity and be committed if you're a leader you are leading people not animals in a game park that cannot speak these are people who can contribute um, who can intervene in the governance of their society so they should be listened to and let us be reminded of our constitutional aspirations and responsibilities. I think
0: that is a better message. Wow, well, Ugandans. To... Wonderful. Martha, send your message to my audience.
4: Okay, so to, to close this or to, to conclude, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put my message in Uganda, in Uganda yafe. So, um, yes. So let's take active responsibility for our country, for everything that happens in our country. And let's start by being the change that we really want to see in our community, in our country. So wherever you are, start by being the change. You want a more inclusive government, start by being a more inclusive leader, a more inclusive person, a more inclusive citizen. You want a fair government, start by being fair or anything that falls in that category. And then let's also take active, active responsibility for everything that happens here. And let's not leave it to only the old people or the leaders that you've worked into power and things like that. So thank you for having us today.
0: Oh, it's been a pleasure having you guys. I hope to have you again. I know we, as time seems to have run very fast. I'll keep having you guys. Uh, keep doing such series where we... Uh, reach out and communicate and send a message out there. I'll have only one message as we conclude this podcast. Uh, If there is no hope for the youth, then there are ceases to be hope for the future. We are the youths, we are the future, we are the hope for the future of this nation. So to any other young person out there, to any age man, to any folk, to any person out there, hold on tight, work hard, wake up every morning, just know that this country counts on you and every person out there counts on you. I won't say anything after this we're all happy to hear uh, to talk to you Uh, we shall see you next time peace